Welcome to the Association 4.0 podcast, your association's no-fluff playbook to navigating and thriving in Industry 4.0 or the digital marketplace. Each week, we bring expert insights to help you and your association stay ahead of the curve. Hello, my name is Sherry Budziak, and I'm the host of this week's podcast. I'm here today with Nancy McRae. She is the CEO of the Emergency Nurses Association. I'm excited to have Nancy here today to talk to us about the leadership during and post pandemic. Thank you, Nancy, for joining us. I'm excited to talk with you. Thanks, Sherry, happy to be here. Great. Um, So can you tell our audience a little bit about you and ENA? Well, sure, I'll start with ENA. Of course, Emergency Nurses Association, just our mission is to advance excellence in emergency nursing and to be the premier organization representing emergency nurses worldwide. So definitely have that international aspect as well. Uh, We've been around for 50 years, among other things. Uh, Last year in the pandemic, we celebrated our 50th anniversary and really excited and pleased to report that we have over 53,000 members and that number um, really continues to grow. Oddly enough, and we can probably get into this a little bit later, have seen some significant growth in in the last year and a half as well in terms of our membership. That's great. Um, So uh, can I hear a little bit about, uh, you know, you and your background and you've been the executive director there for how, or I'm sorry, the CEO there for how long now? So just celebrated my five-year anniversary here. Wow, five years already. And if I look back at my career at I guess ages me a little because I have to say I've been in the association world for over 30 years, Uh, spent, you know, a number of years at the American Medical Association in a number of different positions, but really had um, the opportunity there to really learn about the association environment, uh, representing physicians, of course, I was 20 years there at AMA, and then had the opportunity to work for another physician organization and, and then came over to the nursing side and have been really excited with the opportunity here at Emergency Nurses Association to really get into uh, the nursing aspect. Um, Emergency nursing is a specialty unlike any other. Uh, So really excited to uh, work with our members and the profession uh, to continue looking at ways to grow the impact and influence of emergency nurses worldwide. Yeah, that's great. I know uh, you've done some great things, um, you and the staff over there at ENA, and I'm really excited to to hear some about it today. And let me tell you, you know, Nancy, we interviewed you for our book, uh, Association 4.0, Positioning for Success in an Era of Disruption. Um, and at that time, we knew the technology would create disruption for associations, but little did we know that we were going to have a major disruption, um, which was this pandemic that we're navigating. Um, so I'd like to hear from you about, you know, how has the pandemic experience changed your thoughts since then on the future of the association industry? Sure. I mean, you know, particularly looking at the pandemic and the impact it's had on emergency nurses, you know, particularly for the, um, you know, environment that I represent, um, it, it really is like no other uh, that we've experienced. But, you know, looking at it from and within the emergency nurses perspective, it's been an interesting experience, to say the least. And when we think about, you know, kind of how and if it's changed my thoughts about the association industry, I really see that it's just strengthened in my mind, um, what associations, the value of associations and how they can continue uh, to represent and grow impact on the organizations and the professions that they represent. Um, But maybe what's changed perhaps in my mind related to, you know, kind of coming out of or 
not really coming out because I don't think we're out of the pandemic yet. Um, but looking as we continue to move through our response in the pandemic environment is it's reinforced the success markers, I think, about the association industry. And for me, it's about delivering value and being adaptable. Um, I will say emergency nurses, adaptability is, is almost a hallmark of their profession, but we've really seen that come to life through this pandemic in terms of just delivering value and being adaptable. You know, early in 2020, we throw out, threw out our robust list of organizational goals like everybody has. We had eight or 10 that had been thoughtfully crafted and developed through a collaborative process in terms of things we wanted to get done in the next year. And we just kind of threw that out and we focused on two things. We just said, we need to focus on supporting our emergency nurses on the front line and building our organization for the future. And really focusing our day-to-day -day efforts in that regard, you know, allowed us to see, you know, a year later, great results as it relates to our reach, our impact, our engagement that we've had with our members and seeing, you know, a significant growth in our membership numbers. That's great. Um, yeah, some organizations definitely um, weren't able to kind of pivot and be that agile and, and they're, they're not having that same success. So it's great to hear um, what you guys are, are doing. So kind of talk to me about what do you see are the opportunities? You know, for us specifically as an organization, it's, it's supporting our nurses and the profession that have been impacted in every way through this last year. And so what we're seeing is the opportunity to, you know, certainly support them, their mental health, um, some of the system inequities that were amplified through the pandemic. Um, and most importantly, kind of our biggest priority coming out of the pandemic is, you know, building this framework for a healthy work environment, a blueprint, a work plan, so to speak, uh, that we're building on how to um, support the mental health of our emergency nurses um, because they have been impacted in so many ways. And we're seeing it in the systems. We're seeing excessive burnout. We're seeing them leave the profession. We're seeing hospital systems really struggling to, to fill uh, vacancies and you know, creating such holes in, in the system-wide you know, kind of distribution of care. And so seeing we have a major opportunity there to influence the pipeline in a way to support, to rebuild um, what a lot of the burnout has addressed and also provide training and skills and opportunities to just strengthen the resiliency um, coming out of this pandemic. Yeah, I think it's been, I, I talked with uh, Ken Slough from Society of Vascular Surgeons a, a couple weeks ago, and um, he was saying that that's what they've had to do as well, even with at, at SVS, they've created wellness programs and they said, you know, there's just been just so much, you know, stress and um, and just the workload and everything else that, that his members have been um, encountering. Yeah. So I think that's great that, you know, associations, especially in the medical field, have been able to really identify, okay, how are we helping our members and how are we helping them, not just with what would be traditional like education, but holistically and for the community to kind of come together and for ENA to be able to, you know, to really look at that and say, you know, how can we support our members, I think is just amazing. Yeah, you know, we've, you know, it, it's, it's so big, right? And so, you know, part of, sometimes it's just so hard to think about how big that is and how do you tackle it? And, you know, what we've had the opportunity to kind of build now over this last year is to, to look at it kind of in a three-prong approach as we look at what a healthy work environment means. And so we're really trying to focus on kind of three main areas of deliverables around the individual nurse, around the systems, the particular, you know, emergency departments and hospital systems 
within which they operate, and then overall the profession as it relates from an advocacy and a, and a public health messaging policy and priority. So it's helped us kind of tackle it to kind of break it into these three areas and really build kind of a blueprint or a work plan for each of those areas in terms of how we can help provide meaningful impact on building that healthy work environment. Of course, education is at the cornerstone of everything we do, right. uh, but we really see an opportunity to, to, to transform our education in a way to address those three variables. Um, so what do you th think are kind of the biggest challenges? You know, for us right now, it's, it's burnout um, of, a, of the profession and, and it's the supply. And so the people leaving and the supply, it's, you know, reigniting the passion and, and reigniting, you know, their energy to get back in and do it for those who've chosen to left, leave while also, you know, building off of the connections we've made with those who are, you know, in a day to day and want to continue and, and need new skills and new opportunities not only to deliver the care, but just to support each other. We see this really engaging environment um, and they take great um, comfort from the network they have of other emergency nurses. And that's been something that for me has been a learning experience in my five years here at ENA is that engagement and supporting each other in creative new ways of them connecting with each other um, is almost sometimes more powerful than what we can provide. And so continuing to think of technology solutions that can help provide that engagement and that connection, you know, continuing to think about how we at, at the higher level can create systems and opportunities for members to engage with each other, not necessarily only, you know, right there in their hospitals, but this, this community we have of 53,000 members worldwide is really um, a, a really fascinating, you know, kind of growth opportunity for us. Um, so Nancy, what do you think is like, some of the an important thing that leaders can do right now to position their organizations for success. I mean, I've I've had the the privilege of kind of watching you start at emergency nurses, and you've done some amazing amazing things as a leader. But is there one or two things that that you can kind of share with the audience? You know, I think that's a great question. That I know we all think about right. You know, what's kind of the most important things we can you know do as leaders to continue to to grow our organizations. And upon reflection on that, I, I think it's open-minded. Be open-minded and be curious. Be curious, ask questions, but then truly listen to learn. And I think that's maybe the opportunity, you know, that we can all learn from is, you know, you can say you're open-minded, but oftentimes we come back with answers and solutions to things we're hearing. And, you know, encouraging us all to pause a little on that as leaders and to really listen and be open to, to what we're hearing and, and to really dig into those questions. Because I think that is how we're going to continue to advance the profession when we're willing to really challenge ourselves and our teams on how we can continue growing. And I think it's really important to build your teams that have those skills, right? So it's not, mm -hmm. you know, it's important certainly for leaders to have that, but then to build your teams accordingly. I think that skill set is, is one that's going to be most important for us moving forward. I guess the other leadership aspect I'd share with, with, you know, my reflection has been, is building a strong partnership with your board. And that's been very important for our organization and for, you know, um, my professional, um, not only growth, but um, satisfaction is, you know, it really is an amazing partnership we have with our board. And it's a truly engaged, thoughtful partnership. And, and it really helps move the, all aspects of the organization forward when, when you have that meaningful partnership. And so 
for me, it's not just checking off a box or that we've delivered a report or we've told them, you know, X, Y, Z, but, you know, continuing to think about ways to engage in meaningful dialogue, certainly at a high level, we want to, you know, we all know, certainly in the association field, we want to keep out of the weeds, of course, but the challenge for all of us is to find ways to engage them at that high level that allows for meaningful dialogue that you can be curious and ask questions and, and listen, and then with them build those high level plans and reporting metrics um, that then you can report on along the way. But if you build the plan and those metrics with them at that high level, I think you see greater opportunities for success in you know, kind of reporting against them and with them um, as you move forward. I think that's some great advice. I know as, as consultants, um, we're always, we feel like we're going into an engagements and we're there to listen and try to figure out. We all, Kevin actually always says, um, I'm a problem finder, like first, instead of just solving the problem. I think as leaders, everybody's busy. They just hear a problem and want to just jump and, and solve it. And I, I agree with you 110% that it's like really understanding and really, you know, looking at it from all sides and getting, you know, different thoughts in the room and everything is, is really important. Absolutely. Um, so Nancy, how do you, do you see the association business model changing? I mean, I, I'm having discussions with folks and some people say, ah, the membership model is going away and others say, oh no, it's never going away or, you know, looking at pricing models. And I think every industry is different. I think every industry is dealing with their own things. Um, but do you see kind of the business model changing or expanding or what are your thoughts? You know, it's, it's hard to answer it. I mean, I think at a high level, the answer is yes. I think it needs to continue to change what it changes to and what it looks like. I don't know. I think, you know, it's almost reflective of what we've been talking about is continuing to adapt with the times and to be open to what new opportunities are there and then be willing to kind of challenge yourself, your organization um, for, for new opportunities to arise. You know, the membership aspect of it is, is, I think, a really interesting one being, you know, obviously around it as we all have for so many years. You know, you can say, well, it doesn't have to be about members. You know, we've got a good product. We've got a, you know, a big group that we can sell it to. But your most engaged customers are your members. And so, you know, building that affinity, building that engagement continues, in my mind, to be very important for an association business model. But how you foster that, what you call them, how you interact with them, how you price according to it, you know, the world's wide open. And we will, I think, continue to see different ways of um, partnering with different um, people within the organization. If it's members, I think our partners are a key piece of growing our association, our business partners, our influencers, and certainly our non-members. Um, and again, it just keeps coming back to delivering value, finding ways to deliver value in all those markets and then bringing them together, I think will continue to guide, needs to continue to, to guide the evolution of the business model. Yeah, I think if anything came out of the, um, I guess, shock of the pandemic was everybody kind of had to reassess, right? How they're delivering value, what they were doing, why they were doing it. So I think we'll have those conversations for, for many years, not that we weren't having the conversations before, but it's, it's serious now, right? <laughs> like, sure, it's very like, sure. okay, you know, and, and people are more open to, to change and new ideas and, and evolving. So, um, so sure. yeah, that's great. So, um, so Nancy, guess, how do you, I know we're working with you on some technology related projects. Um, how, what do you think is most important in terms of technology or new technologies for associations? 
Well, I mean, technology is critical, of course. So having a great partner, um, not a shameless plug, I'm just saying, having good partners <laughs> to continue to build technology, understanding the needs and building systems to address the needs um, is certainly really important. As you mentioned, the key project we've been working on has really allowed us to launch a new business line for us that really wouldn't have been possible without the underpinning the technology infrastructure to make it possible. So, you know, for me that all of us, I know technology is really um, guiding us in terms of how we operate, but I guess reflecting on, you know, coming through the pandemic, the future of hybrid, I believe is here to stay. So I think that's important for all of us to continue learning about and, and building and ensuring that our systems, our infrastructure, you know, our technology can be used to drive, to support that and to drive that and, and to continue building out what hybrid means for delivering, you know, whatever your key product is as an association for us, it's education and it's, it's networking and, and it's advocacy, um, but continuing to find ways to um, ensure that your technology systems are supporting that delivery in this new model. Yeah, I think that's obviously very important because as you talk about that engagement um, and talk about, you know, how do we get our members together um, when you're talking about wellness and all those things, technology is just the enabler, but we've, we've seen organizations that, that didn't even have any, you know, of course they've had technology, but that focus on, you know, how do we use our, our digital tech, our technology and assets to deliver um, moving forward, because you're right, like, I think gone are the days of we only have an in-person meeting. Right. Um, right. That's when people say, when are we going back to normal, that normal is gone, right? It's left. And, right. you know, we're always going to have to to manage through that. So um, right. anything else, Nancy, that, that any other thoughts before we end today? I know you're really busy and I really appreciate your time. <laughs> no, it's a pleasure to, you know, to talk and, you know, to challenge the thinking as we continue to look to the future, what it looks like. I, you know, nobody has the answers, of course, but as we continue to talk with each other and engage with, with each other and learn from each other, you know, we're best positioned to continue moving forward. So I look forward to continuing to do that. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. And um, hopefully we will talk again soon. Great. Thanks, Sherry. Appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed this episode and discovered tips and information that will add value to your leadership style and your association. .org Source specializes in positioning teams for success with solutions for technology, strategy, and marketing. Please contact us at info at orgsource.com or visit www.orgsource.com to find out how to keep your organization on track to Association 4.0.